This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity has turned the lake massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Geology Final Cast. My name is Steve. Everybody, this is Chris. Ahoy, hoy. This is Jesse. Nice. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Geology Final Cast. I hope this day finds you well and uh, ready to learn about some interesting geology. I think we have an explosive topic today. Oh, um, it's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna go out with a bang. We're gonna light it up. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> In honor of uh, the 4th of July in the United States, uh, we're going to uh, talk about the geology behind fireworks. So I know on the day that we're recording this, it's actually July 5th. So maybe maybe you're watching some fireworks, uh, you know, the other day. And uh, you're just thinking like, hmm. Wonder, wonder how that works. And I'm sure that there's a way that it's it's tied to geology. You know, Jesse has this thing where he's got like, like the, you know, there's like, was it like the three degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon or the six degrees of se- Kevin <laughs> yeah. Bacon or whatever it is? Yes, he's got this thing where he's got like the the three degrees of separation with uh with geology. And yeah, this is this is a uh, this go on. I was gonna say it's funny. I was sitting there at fireworks yesterday, and my sister's like, uh, you know, with her kids, they're like, Uncle Steve, why are the fireworks different colors? And I was like, Well. Mm. And I started to get into it. They're like, okay, we don't really need to know that much. Thanks. That's, that's every conversation. <laughs> every conversation when someone asks me a geology-related question, I'm like, oh, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> and you can see the regret on their face <laughs> pretty yeah. quickly. So we should uh, – how about this? We should start off – this has nothing to do with geology, just spoiler alert, in the beginning, but – What's the origin of fireworks? Just a fun little, fun little piece of trivia here. And, uh, I mean, I, I I know it, but I'm not going to steal your thunder. I was going to say I do not know it. I'm assuming it comes from China, but that's that's it is from China. You're right. Yeah, but it's not like that was you a good guess. It was, it, 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 mm-hmm. it was good. It was cool. Uh, it was from people throwing bamboo into fire, and it would it would crack and it would pop, and that that was the original fire like they're more like firecrackers it wasn't like you know the yeah. ancient chinese weren't putting on like a you know crazy firework display back when it was first invented or you know come up well, with it was just throwing bamboo into fire and it made a, a i guess a, a some kind of bang or pop sound yeah and then they then they were trying to use then they when they had gunpowder they were trying to mimic the sound of bamboo cracking so they were like <laughs> So filling little this, canisters okay, with so, gunpowder. So you have two, two. Okay, so um, to go back to these firecrackers real fast, they were bamboo stalks that exploded uh, when thrown into the fire as hollow air pockets in the bamboo overheated, and uh, the oh. ancient Chinese thought that felt that it warded off evil spirits. So, um, and then I like this around 1800 AD. Oh, by the way, the, the, these first firecrackers was like the second century BC. It's like 200 BC or so. Or yeah. Second century. Was it, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, like 2,200 years ago. 
Yeah, it would be the Han Dynasty. 100? Which is anyways. 200 the Han Dynasty is easy cuz it's 200 to 200. So it's 400 okay. years. Okay. So Fun you could fact. just you could just say, "Oh, it was during the Han Dynasty." Cover it. Done. Great. All right, that's what happened. Um so around 800 AD, a Chinese alchemist made uh had this recipe. It was a failed kitchen recipe, right? Now, I, you ever screw up something in the kitchen, right? You screw up like a recipe or whatever. What's the worst thing that happens? It tastes like crap, and like, okay, I'm ordering a pizza tonight. Like, this isn't this isn't working out, right? We've all we've all been there. Well, this person kind of went the next step, and uh, for some reason, in the kitchen, was mixing uh, saltpeter, which is potassium nitrate, with charcoal and sulfur. Uh, I don't know what kind of meal or you know you'd make out of that. This person accidentally um, invented gunpowder. Oopsies. <laughs> so, <laughs> how does that? Hey, what, what were the? Well, actually, I think saltpeter they used to use in food. I don't know for, what saltpeter is. Yeah, it's like a curing agent. It's a, it's um, preserved meat, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so is All it right. okay? So even if it's but yeah, charcoal. Oh, maybe they're cooking it. Okay. Yeah, saltpeter is potassium nitrate. So so okay, so let's just say you know they, they use the saltpeter for preserving food. It's um okay, that's that's understandable. The charcoal, sure, you know, it's uh you're you're you know you're, you're cooking food, you know. Yeah, I can see that. Sulfur? <laughs> Yo, why why are you putting sulfur in your food, man? Like, <laughs> I, this smells terrible. Let me add it to my food. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, rotten eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks terrible too. Let's add it. Um. So they they figured out this uh, this gunpowder and they poured this mixture into bamboo. And throw it into a fire or ignite it with some paper fuses. And those are the first firecrackers. Um, and then it just kind of uh, uh, progressed to the Chinese figuring out that they can make bombs out of this stuff. And uh, some uh, um, rudimentary rockets to aim at their enemies. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of where the where the fireworks begin. Um, they... And uh, I oh, I guess. We can, oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna. <clears throat> I, d- I don't want to get into the bulk of what we're going to talk about, but they they were known for. They realized they were known for like uh, making color colorful fire and smoke, and they realized they could add that to the fireworks, and they first developed colorful fireworks, which they actually kept as a secret. And it really, so other where other places in the world like um, Europe gets fireworks, you know, pretty quickly after gunpowder makes its way there, you know, 13th, 14th century. But they don't have color until like, I want to say like the 18th, late 18th, early 19th century when like modern chemistry develops in that part of the world. Huh. They realize they can add these elements. The Chinese kept 
kept how they would add color to it as like a one of those closely guarded secrets. Oh yeah, yeah, so, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so when they would make these uh, rudimentary um, bombs and rockets, they use various different minerals to create colored smoke and fire to send long distance military signals. Um, so they used it. Uh, they were using geology to aid with their communication. Interesting. You go, you were know? these like guilds? I guess yeah. you know that they kept these secrets for so long. Were they what guilds? Uh, like you know, like a you know oh. stonemasons kind of the like you know secret societies of. I don't know. It yeah, just seems uh, like a, a long time to keep a trade uh, secret. Yeah, I wonder if they had like special firework masters who would right. you know like keep pass on to an apprentice or something after they that's a good point i don't know i don't know that much i've exhausted my knowledge of yeah chinese fireworks but so the, the fireworks or the this the gunpowder i should say gets out of gets out of china and uh it made In a its hurry. way over to europe <laughs> during during the uh during the crusades they brought the gunpowder back to Europe, and um, so it was further modified there to create a musket and cannonballs and stuff. Um, good friend of the podcast, Marco Polo, comes into the comes into the picture now. Marco, um, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he brought decorative fireworks from Asia back to Europe in the year twelve ninety five. Uh, Italians were the first Europeans to man, uh, manufacture these fireworks. Uh, and they added some uh, different types of minerals to change the color from from orange to red, yellow, green, blue. Um, and royalty started using these fireworks for um, for celebrations and festivals. Nice. Um, so then the Europeans start colonizing North America. Uh, another good friend of the podcast, Captain John Smith of the of uh, Jamestown, Virginia, reportedly set off the first fireworks in North America in 1608. America. Huh. How about that? Nice. Yeah. Take it or leave it. No, I like it. I don't know. Uh, I'm surprised it was in uh, Virginia. I could have sworn it was in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, because they laid them off from like March <laughs> until November. Just keep them, keep it going. Every day, yeah. Is, uh, Every day is Fourth of, July, of July. July. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's um, that's very very cool. So then, um, one last one last bullet point here about the the history. Going go like this is basically getting into like the history of uh, the Fourth. You know, setting off fireworks for the Fourth of July. So in July Fourth, seventeen seventy six. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. July Fourth, seventeen seventy seven. On the anniversary, the first anniversary of the U.S. Um, um, declared independence um, in Philadelphia. Hey, we all know something about the city of Philadelphia. Um, uh, there was a big, big party there to celebrate the first the first anniversary of uh, July 4th, uh, ringing bells, setting bonfires and shooting off fireworks. And it's a tradition that's still still sticking around today so that's where it starts in uh in the united states all goes back to philadelphia all right gentlemen what's your favorite color firework and i'll i'll tell you what the mineral is in it to make it so Mm. is there a purple there is a purple i was gonna say purple too 
Ah, Chris got there first. Mm. So the chemical purple. I like blues too. Pur- purple is a fruit, according to Homer Simpson. Uh, do you have a guess of what I makes think. purple? Um, I mean, I <laughs> I think we're looking at the same list, so why don't you just go ahead? <laughs> yeah. So strontium and copper uh, will mm. give you the vibrant color purple when mixed together properly. Mm-hmm. Um, how, about gotta, the, how about the blues? Uh, blues. All right. So the chemical copper chloride. So copper chloride is a metal salt. There are several hundred naturally but relatively rare mineral forms of it. Uh, Ecrocalcite, nantokite, and toblakite. So copper was mm. one of the first metals used by humans. It's played a role in important development of civilization. The vast majority of copper today is used for electrical purposes, such as power generation and transmission. Yep. So yeah. copper is one of those you find c- copper as a native element sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> which means it exists just as its own elemental form. <clears throat> Usually in hydrothermal deposits, you find native copper. Most copper today is mined as copper sulfides. I want to say sulfides. In Chile? Yeah, I mean, you got the Bingham mine in, in Utah, which I think is it, either it still is or it was the largest open pit mine for a long time. But yeah, Chile um, is. Copper sulfides. Chile, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the biggest. Um, you got a big mine for copper in uh, actually just in, in 2020, 2021, really. Um, the Safford mine in Arizona really started to ramp up uh, huh. production of copper. Um, um, I got that whole the, the US, the USGS has this list of. Um, uh, mineral commodities and it has all the information about how much of this, you know, how much we we mine and and what it's used for and, and where it's coming from and stuff. So, uh, uh, looks like we're getting a lot of copper from New Mexico as well. That's not yeah. surprising. Um, I mean, the the Bingham in Utah had that massive landslide. Yeah, um, I think I want to like say it's the largest right? man-made. Yeah, lar- largest man-made landslide um two to oh, really two and a half billion cubic feet of rock uh 2013 wow. it happened yeah um man so it was really a decade ago <laughs> yeah wow what are you talking about 2003 was a decade ago <laughs> true um I- this is the this usgs report saying that arizona is the leading copper producing state State, yes, yeah, but the, the leading pr- copper producing oh, country is um, Chile. Chile, oh, yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah, Chile is the, the biggest yeah. copper producer in the world. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to run down some popular colors. You Peru is in second place. Oh, go. Yeah, I yeah, go for it. I didn't know that. Um, all right. The color green. This comes from barium chloride. Um, it's a metal salt. Barium, though, comes from minerals. Most common form of barium is in 
bare right. Bare right. Huh. Yeah. Unless so, they do when a geologist dies, they bury him. <laughs> uh, barium is good at blocking radiation. People suffering from a variety of digestive issues are often given a barium milkshake, quote unquote, prior to having x-rays or scans. So um, you drink this and then, then you go in and have your scan and then the uh, barium's ability to absorb radiation um, has these wonderful properties that help uh, with investigations in your body. They also use them for radiation shielding in hospitals, laboratories, and nuclear facilities. Um, medical applications are, represent a very small percentage of barite used in the United States. The United States is the world's leading barite consumer with more than 90% of barite sold domestically in drilling fluids. So huh. it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, it comes from, it's derived from the of, Greek uh, word for heavy bar- because it's high density. I mean, barites used to be called heavy spar. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, but they use this for drilling oil and natural gas because it's so dense. It helps the, the density. Um, they call it the mud. But if the mud is really dense, then it can carry up the rock in the mud because the rock would be less dense than the mud. So that gives you the color green, uh, blue. We covered with copper yeah. chloride. Real um, fast, back, back to Barry, real fast with barium. Yeah. Uh, biggest producer of barium in the world is China. Ooh. With uh, in, India in second place. Now the United States withholds how much barium they produce. Because of it being um, um, just, uh, it's I guess it's considered proprietary information. They don't. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a national security thing. But um, so this is going to sound boring, but my favorite color is yellow. I like those ones that Mm. like explode and kind of like sparkly down. Um, Mm -hmm. so that comes from the chemical sodium nitrate. Gives you yellow fireworks. Um, it's another salt, uh, mineral known as nitronite um other uses although salts are general class chemicals sodium is a metal most commonly associated with salts sodium forms many different salts each of which has various uses um most abundant sodium salt is sodium chloride also known as i think i've heard of that salt (laughs) yeah table salt so, you know, they use it for lots of things, including de-icing highways and yada, yada, yada. Um, so, uh, is Node the biggest producer of salt in the world? Take a guess. The, o- the ocean. <laughs> Country. We're going to go Egypt. Egypt. Not even on the list. Damn. Don't even see it on the list here. Uh, uh, USA, China. You... <sighs> no, we're we are in uh, the USA. Is looks like it's in second place. Oh, all right, um, all right. Yeah, I know there's a lot of salt followed by India down yeah. south, like Mississippi and whatnot. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of salt yeah. mines. Um, yeah, you find them. Looks like yeah, primary. Oh, here we go. Uh, domestic resources of rock salt. 
and salt from brine or primarily in Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, Ohio, and Texas. Texas, yeah. Um, yeah. You get saline lakes and solar evaporation salt facilities in Arizona, California, Nevada, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Utah. Almost every country in the world has salt deposits. Or yeah, I want to say China was like the first major salt manufacturer too. Like they used to, you know, dry seawater in lagoons, and I think they were the first ones to like cover them, like cover um, the lagoons with roofs, because like you know you'd be evaporating them for a week, and then all it takes is one rainstorm, and you'd be back to back to square one. So they started covering them with roofs hmm. to keep the rainwater off. Um, you know, in um, uh, highway de-icing accounts for forty-two percent of salt consumed in the United States. That's insane. That's almost that's, half. Almost, that is insane considering how, how much, much salt <laughs> we eat as Americans. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. oh, that's so dumb. Uh, the chemical industry accounts for thirty-nine percent of salts. Um, I guess they don't really use that much for uh, the rest food. is McDonald's fries. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's the third largest yeah. uh, uh, let's see uh, 9% food processing 4% agri- oh where distributors oh, salt distributors I don't know what distributors means 9% food processing 4% agricultural 2% anyways um, yeah so the majority of the salt used in the United States is to put on this, the roads to de-ice the roads that's a lot fact. I, I think they, I mean, just, uh, you know, this is anecdotally, I don't have any evidence to back this up, but I think they are getting more uh, uh, cognizant of the fact that, you know, you're essentially throwing a chemical on the road. It's getting into the waterways. It's getting into the ecosystem. Oh, and- so there's places in, the, I know, it, like in the mountains, in areas like, uh, I know like Colorado, uh, I don't know about the whole state, but there's parts... Would they put sand down instead? They don't. They don't put salt. Yeah. Down. Or uh, though they're um, now man. using a lot of brine, which it's Eat brine. It's still a lot of salt, mm-hmm. but it's it stays on the road. Like as before, like you throw salt on the road, you'd have fifty cars drive behind you. Those fifty cars would drive over the salt and just push it off to the side of the road, and it wouldn't wouldn't really do its job. So they have to jump a ton or literally tons of salt on the road in order to keep the ice off of it. But now the brine, they spray it, kind of sticks to the road. And even when a car drives by, it doesn't like throw it off to the side. Oh, I didn't know that. It stays on the road so that when it snows, it melts the snow right there. So you have to I mean, you can yeah, put I a just, lot I did, less I did, salt. I thought it was a, does the brine still give like in the, the surrounding? Um, yeah. Once it mixes surface with water. water they, it, it gets yeah. Like the, it gives it like that that spike in salinity. Yeah, it's not yeah, it's not as bad. It's, it's not as bad. Yeah, it dilutes a little more. But you're yeah. you were right, Chris. About sugar beets is the one thing they're starting to use. Um, beets. I think it's sugar beets. Uh, they make a solution from it. But yeah, say I mean, using salt is relatively new, right? The last fifty years, maybe 40, 50 years. Yeah, we used to always use sand. I mean, some places are going back to it i know you know in in northeastern pennsylvania one thing they used to use was coal ash (laughs) oh really 
It's just grit. Yeah, so what? I mean, yeah, it would, yeah, it would give you a grip. Yeah, but the, the, you know, you're gonna end up with the same problem with sand. It's just gonna be extra sediment load into the yeah. local streams and rivers too. Like it, it n- none of it's good. It Don't drive be, when it's snowy. You there you go. I remember um, being. I was in high school once, and it um, one time my life was in high school. Um, it uh, it snowed. Still at school, and I'm waiting, waiting for the bus. And coming down the street was uh, uh, the truck was salting the roads. I didn't think anything of it. I'm just standing there in the corner, I'm like, all right, whatever. This thing, you know. And they got that that wheel. It's like the salt spills down onto that wheel, and the wheel kind of jettisons the salt all over mm-hmm. the road. The spread, and they call them. The spread. I got sprayed with salt, dude. It. I mean, I, it felt like I hit with like 50 dBs. Like, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it hurts, man. It, it, it comes out at so, velocity. Yeah, it came out. It's coming out hot, man. And I like, <laughs> uh, that my legs were. It got me like right at the knees too, like knee it level. Was, it right into your bloodstream. Your blood pressure spiked. <laughs> oh, I just, just you know, started I, turning I, into it, the it, Hulk. It basically, the same thing. Remember, like the original RoboCop movie, and, like uh, where they 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 shot the guy <laughs> in the kneecap or something like that, and like one of the open, like the, in the very yeah. beginning. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what. That's what it felt like. It, it was not an enjoyable experience. Don't they have like a? Don't they use like a salt guns for non-lethal ways to disperse people? They shoot them with salt pellets, or I definitely seen it for like you know you're gonna for like to get like flies and stuff like that. A little, yeah. little salt. I, I don't think they shooter. do that anymore, but may, maybe I don't know. These I guess they use rubber bullets now. Um. But, uh, anyways. That's All right, so story. so we we covered green, that was barium chloride. We covered blue, that was copper chloride. We covered yellow, that was sodium nitrate. Um, we covered purple, mm-hmm. that was from uh, strontium copper. The you talk color... about where strontium comes from, or hmm? uh, I don't talk about yeah. So red mining strontium red all. comes from strontium nitrate. So strontium is an element 38 on the periodic table, commonly occurs in nature, but seldom in quantity sufficient for economic recovery. Strontium nitrate used in fireworks is actually a strontium salt, um, and the source of strontium is usually the mineral celestite. Yeah, strontium sulfate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So other strontium compounds can be used in ceramic ferrite magnets, like refrigerator magnets. Or for small motors, master alloys to make aluminum castings, electro, electrolytic production of zinc, which is interesting, um, an additive in glass. Since 2006, virtually all strontium minerals consumed in the United States were used in drilling fluids for oil and gas wells. Man. <laughs> so, okay, uh, here you go. Celestite is, the, it's funny because it produces red, right? I mean, strontium produces red, but it, it it appears blue in its crystal form. Neat. And you usually find it um, with uh, gypsum or anhydrite, or it's usually in evaporite deposits. Yeah. Which it was kind of makes sense because the United States has some mineral deposits, but none have been mined in the United States since 1959. All I was our... just about to say that fun fact. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you just, all all yeah. of our states, the United States relies on one hundred percent on imports for strontium. I will even yeah. one up that fact: domestic production of strontium carbonate 
the principal strontium co- compound ceased in 2006. Hmm. Um, hmm. Strontonite. Anyway. Strontianite. Strontianite. So Str- if you that's strontium, strontium. You know where you got to go to get strontium? China. You got to talk to the Spaniards, man. Ah, Spaniards are kicking ah. out strontium like like hotcakes. But I mean, China's the leading producer, according to my uh, source. No, China's. Oh wait, I'm sorry. China's not the lead. Uh, China's in third place. It goes uh, Spain, number one, uh, Poor... and then Iran, China, and then Mexico. Interesting. For strontonite or, or for strontonite oh, or celestium? Strontium. Just str- oh, no, just, okay. Just, uh, strontium. I was looking at a breakdown by the two mineral types. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, I trust you. So I'll follow you anywhere. <laughs> I'm just reading off the USGS report. That's all. <laughs> I, I have a couple I'm other. On, I'm on. <laughs> color combination so you can mix strontium and sodium gives you orange uh titanium zirconium and magnesium will give you silver uh copper and strontium will give you lavender which i feel like is pretty bold considering we already had purple uh gold sparks are produced by iron filings and small pieces of charcoal and then those bright flash bang ones you know, the ones that like you give you like that concussion in your chest. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? The boom. Yeah. Uh, those are come from aluminum powder. Aluminium. Aluminium. Sorry for our Aluminium. European listeners. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, lots. You can, uh, if you, if you enjoyed your fireworks show on the 4th of July or, you don't even have to be American. You can just, um, you know, New Year's. Lots of people enjoy fireworks yeah. for New Year's. When is uh, when is uh, Guy Fox Day in the UK? The fifth of November. Don't they let off fireworks? They set off bonfire. I guess that's bonfire night. Sorry, I'm getting my firework holidays wrong. Bonfire night. I don't think bonfire you could have that in the US. That would be. Um, no, that's. <laughs> Depending on your neighborhood, that's like every other night. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I can't find the website now, but I was looking uh, when you see like little sparkly stuff falling down from the fireworks, that's um, iron oxide. Yeah. So I was I was reading about uh, here. We go. You want me to bring this down? Yeah. Because that's <laughs> what we did here. I'll be the Debbie Downer. Environmental impacts of fireworks. Oh, uh, boo. <laughs> uh, basically, you can get some air pollution with fireworks. Um, they they talk about particulate matter in the air. Um, you know, I, that'll be a... Have you ever been close? Some people are even kind of... It stinks, man. It can be pretty funky. I don't think I've ever been close to fireworks. No, I'm always like uh, far away. I kind of, I like the smell. Is that weird? It's weird. Sorry. Uh, well, what's what, the, what's the smell like that like that sulfury kind of smell or like what? Yeah, it's just yeah. It's got like the I don't know, sort of like the gunpowdery sort of smell. Yeah, I have a question, a phys- more of a physics question. Why, when fireworks explode, 
no matter which vantage point you're looking from, it looks like they're exploding towards you. Uh, why? I don't know. I've never why? even thought about that. I mean, until you just because they're shooting straight up. Yeah. And so you're just looking at an apex, right? Right. So they're shooting up, but then the ball of light that comes out looks like it's coming out towards you and just you. But if you're 90 degrees away, say at the west, looking at the same firework through the same explosion, it looks like that ball is just coming towards you. Because it expands out like a ball. Right. It's like looking at the moon. Right. But you never see yeah, the other side. You never see the other side of the ball going away from you. Why? It happens too fast, I think. I don't I don't I don't, I don't know if I've ever thought about fireworks that much. Well, I was that's, that's I never thought about here fireworks at the so to ask the questions that no one else dares yeah. to ask. Uh, um, anyway, raining during the a, fireworks last night, so Oh, that stinks. <laughs> um so I'm looking at this website talking about environmental impacts and they go into sound pollution. It's like, come on. Really? Like you're I don't know. Yeah. Um, but well, I'll tell you what, with all that I smog and stuff that was coming in from the Canadian wildfires recently, like there was proposals in New York to ban wood fired pizza ovens. That was contributing to smog. Yeah. I was like, what is the percentage of wood fired pizza ovens in New York City that it's <laughs> like, it's probably equivalent to like one diesel truck? Like, well, and it wasn't. That was actually sort of a that was blown out of proportion a little bit. It wasn't to ban wood fire smoke ovens. It was to um, just make sure they were properly filtering their exhaust. So, you know, yeah. But again, um, so yeah. I can understand how like, many how many this this year in particular. There might have been people who are like, you know, this is adding to our smog problem with all these fireworks. But that you know, yeah, more and more particulate matter. More and more companies are going towards these uh, drone light displays because they're reusable. <sighs> so dumb. That it's. I mean, it, they're really cool. They're really cool, but, but yeah. But then dumb. you know, talk about all that. We can get into the minerals you have to mine to produce a drone: the gold and the lithium yeah. and the yeah, all, all kinds of. I mean, that's yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, the topic of batteries and. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, I'm reading an article here. I don't even, it's on reports and data uh, that say the United States is the largest manufacturer of fireworks. It was China. Was surprising to me. Yeah, that is surprising. I, but, you know, and there's a, there's still, a, you know, obviously some of these companies have been around for like, uh, like the Brock's firework company is, been around in the UK since 1698. <laughs> so they've been around a while. Um, hmm. I wonder um, how much does it cost to put on a professional fireworks show? That is a great question. That I don't know. Um, <clears throat> several tens of thousands of dollars. <sighs> that kicks me because so, my taxpayer dollars. So in so in my community, oh, stop being the, such the, a curmudgeon, jeez. So in, in my so in my town, we have uh, one the the oldest uh, parade in the Philadelphia area, hundred and twenty years straight. Nice. Um, 
but they put on fireworks too. And so it's all community supported. So like we actually have to pay the two townships that are our town borders for like security and whatnot, the police essentially. And so I think last year, all said and done between the parade and the fireworks, it was 70 grand. Mm-hmm. That that's yeah. that goes with the number that uh that I'm seeing. Uh between five hundred and a thousand dollars per minute. Whew. So you figure you put on a forty five minute fireworks show, say it's forty five grand right there, just in explosives. That's not like security or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Like what do you gotta pay? You're right, like all like the cops making overtime and stuff like that. And uh yeah, so just bank on about Good, a good number is about a thousand bucks a thousand bucks a minute. <laughs> That's about my going. Rate. I will say, I yeah, I saw. I wasn't able to see it this year. Uh, I was kind of bad. We had some crappy weather uh, this year um, for the Fourth of July. But last year, I saw an amazing fireworks show. Now, this was put on by uh, just a person. I, I'm not going to say the person's name, but. Uh, just a normal citizen put on this fireworks show that lasted like about 45 minutes. And it was like professional quality. And this person must have spent tens of thousands. Of, I, I can't even yeah. imagine how much I had a pretty good you, job. And that's, we used to, you know, when we, our, our old house where we lived, you know, on the other side of town, we would go to a field and you could see like the town's fireworks from the field. But on like the baseball part of the field, people would set off their own. It would be like a second show. And yeah, mm-hmm. like professional ever since Pennsylvania lifted their fireworks laws, uh, professional grade, like, and I just kept thinking to myself, like, this is thousands and thousands of dollars. Either expensive. Fi- yeah. 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 Crazy. Uh, you should come on down to the south. You should see some of the fireworks oh. shows down here in the south. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I, I I'm I'm sure the it's exactly it's no, 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 you can imagine it's exactly what you would imagine it to be. <laughs> I'm sure the 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 uh, ER is also working yeah, right. overtime too. Yeah, we I had a meeting at work today, and our health and safety minute was everybody had to hold up ten fingers to make sure nobody <laughs> blew off any fingers <laughs> in the fourth. Of July. I know kid. I know kid in grade school blew off. Uh, blew off part of his thumb from a firecracker. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll um, don't a lot do of, that. A lot of don't, don't do released that. energy all at the same time. So yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. Very interesting stuff. Reaction. So, yeah. So anyways, next time, uh, you know, we, we missed it by a day, you know, yesterday, said yesterday was the 4th of July, but I'll, I'll get this podcast out tomorrow morning. So, the podcast will be released on the 6th of July, but um, when's the next time? I guess next time we'll probably see fireworks, say New Year's. Look well, the I don't know. If you're in the Philadelphia huh. area, the Phillies are having them on July 14th. So <laughs> They're having their fireworks on the 14th? Well, they're they're away. They're, they were in. Oh, uh, they're, yeah. Okay, okay. They had a travel day yesterday, and they're in Tampa Bay today. So No, they won, they won yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They were travel day Monday. Yeah. Late Tampa Bay yesterday, yeah, and they, they were winning tonight. They were oh. winning tonight before we started, but I assume yeah. we won eight four. Well, nice. maybe, maybe you'll see some fireworks before, but uh, 
probably the most. Well, anyways, next time you see some fireworks, thank a geologist. See, mm-hmm. thank you for for mining all these. Impre- impress your friends when you, yeah, when you see purple, be like, look at that strontium copper. Yeah, yeah, look exactly. That right. Somebody that. says randomly, yeah. "I wonder what makes them different colors," and you sit them down for forty-five minutes and talk to them about it. <laughs> when they're no longer your friend, you can think of us. <laughs> did we mention? We'll always we be your friend. Silvery white. I don't think we talked about. I don't think we talked about titanium, zirconium, and magnesium alloys. I, I did talk silvery. about that as just like the random colors because, like, orange too is um, oh, okay. Strontium and sodium mixed together. So, yeah. Interesting you can stuff. Get, to get the silvery white, this is interesting. To get the silvery white color, you could mine a mix of ilmenite, rutile, zircon, dolomite, magnesite, brucite, uh, and olivine. Maybe that's or, why you don't see a lot of silvery ones. <laughs> yeah. If you mine half the planet. Next, next time you're holding a piece of olive <laughs> in your hand, just think like, huh, you can make fireworks out of this. I don't know. I'm going to start but, doing that with like, all of the minerals I pick up, like, I wonder if I blew this up, what color it would be. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw this into oh, a really intense fire and see what quality. happens. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to done blow so this there you up. Go. There you go. Um, yeah. But of course, I, I also have another question. Fireworks. Just real quick. What's uh, that? Do firework companies work like one week a year? Maybe two weeks, maybe New Year's week and like the production of July the, week. The pyrotechnics. <laughs> the pyrotechnics guys. Well, that's like, obviously Yeah. Nah, you can get you can hire no. for weddings and stuff. No, I, I yeah. guess, but I'm sitting at Newman University, that's the tallest point in Delaware County, and I could see three different fireworks shows going off all at the same time. And it's like that's a lot of money. Like yeah, I remember thinking of, that before I found out well, the actual thousand dollars a minute. If you're an accountant, yeah. If you're an accountant and it's tax season, it's just like well, it's tax yeah. season. You're making a lot of money like, right now. But what know, is an accountant? January doing to April, Nothing. not not. It's not all. I want to. I want to say like the fireworks stores that you see like off the highway. It's something like in the four days leading up to it or the week leading up to it, it's ninety percent of their business or something. Wow. But that uh, that does I'm remind sure. me of I mean, like you were saying, Newman. You could see three different shows. I forgot a couple of years ago, I went, I was at my brother's in South Philly and on his roof, you could see like the fireworks shows on both rivers, but just all of the people, which is also crazy, like in the city, just shooting off fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a friend who as a condo in a, in a high rise in Atlanta and uh, the one year for fourth, we were over there and you could just see like the whole city just, uh Yeah. You know, everyone just shooting off fireworks and the smog that came in, like from all the <laughs> fire, it was like a substantial amount of smog. That There's your environmental ha- that you can see. <clears throat> oh, one, yeah. One thing we didn't mention was, I know in in like L.A., one of the problems they have is palm trees catch on fire a lot because if you ever look mm. look at New Year's, especially, <clears throat> you'll see like drone footage of just like the fireworks in the fourth but then there's so much dry vegetation it's always ah, like yeah yeah a, tr- a tree on the street will catch on fire and it's it's a <clears throat> sort of a problem yeah and every once in yeah, a while you yeah, see yeah. it at sporting events too like you know they'll have pyrotechnics as when they introduce the team and it's like 
we're having a slight delay because the smoke has not cleared yet. <laughs> it's mm. one time in the in in well, grade school. We went to a firework. We went to the local fireworks show growing up, and it was at the high school. And an ash came down and caught my mom's hair on fire. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't know a guy behind her like started hitting. Her and was like, "Sorry, your hair's on fire." <laughs> oh my! That was God. the '80s too, when wow. people were using lots of hairspray. Nice. Lucky, wow. lucky she survived. Pop up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make yourself her own firework. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. Good wow, times. That's scary. Yeah, fireworks. <laughs> well, on Jesse's so, mom's hair catching on fire, I think that's a good good time to wrap this up. Unless yeah. you have any more fun facts, Chris. Uh, I don't have any more fun facts. I, I think the, uh, the 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 final question that we all have is how is Jesse taking us out with this week's episode? Because there's there's a lot. There is there a, is a lot. a lot. There's a lot, and but I tell you what. I'm going with the first the, the first one that came to my mind. It's it's it is now a classic, but uh Katy Perry firework. <laughs> ah, I think of that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of that one. That's exactly what was on my mind, the Katy nice. Perry song. God. Every every time I hear that song, I cannot I hear that song, I always think of that um uh, what was uh, that, that Seth Rogen movie? The interview where um, oh, I haven't seen that. Where Kim, he goes to like, Kim Jong, you go to North Korea, <laughs> and uh, Kim Kim Jong Un's favorite song is "Firework" by Katy Perry. Ah, nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, now that everybody's got the Katy Perry song stuck in their head, um, thank you very you much go. for listening. Uh, check out our website, geologyflannelcast.com. You can help us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash geology flannel cast. Um, check us on Facebook, Twitter, Insta, the gram, if you will. What am I missing? Uh, uh, we'll have to sign up. What's got, Instagram? Got some merch posted. Got, yeah. Instagram's got their new Twitter threads. We'll get on there too. Did that, did that come out? Uh tomorrow. We're not on there yet. I think. Yeah. You're, say, yeah. you're saying a tomorrow lot of words. Drops. I thought is that is that the feud between Musk and <laughs> who cares Zuckerberg? No. Well, they're gonna they're gonna have that UFC uh, battle, and they'll, they'll they'll figure it out. Dana White's gonna Dana White's gonna figure all this stuff out for everyone. <laughs> nice. Sure. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, sounds man. like it's all going to work itself out in the end. So, yeah, nothing like my billionaires. Money, my fighting. money's on Zuckerberg. Yeah, my money's on Zuckerberg for this one. I, just, I don't see uh, Elon pulling that one off. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> right, must well, be nice just to get that point where I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll hire a trainer and I'll learn how to fight for this. You know, like good for you. Well, well thanks everybody for listening. Note, see ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by.